the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Sean Azaro, and you are listening to Reaching for Real Life. Pastor Sean Azaro, uh, welcome back to Texas. Good to be back. We won't talk about that. Or shit, can we just for a second? Didn't we already, did we already talk about that? Post, Didn't we talk about that? Post-trip. Quality oh, yeah. time, quality oh, yeah. time with a your time. son. Oh, we had a great time. Had a great time. Uh, Ryan and I went to Chicago, watched the Chicago, the Chicago Bears at Soldier Field on Thursday night against the Washington Commanders, and yeah. oh, the Bears lost. It's okay, but quality time, Soldier oh, Field, it was weather great. was great. It was fantastic. The whole trip, we had a blast. It was only there two days, two days in and out. Did you we, get your dog? Did you get your pie? Did you get your... All of it. All, all right. of it. Oh, we ate... See the blues? I mean, are you blues or jazz? Uh, jazz. We went all jazz. Right. And that was Ryan's choice. I probably would have leaned blues. All right. Uh, he leaned jazz. I love. We both love them both, but so... Anyway, no, it was uh, it was a great trip. We all right. And then as soon as you get home... Tr- literally, we come back on Friday that evening, Cody Johnson here at the Real Life Amphitheater, and we've never done something this big. We had uh, 12,000 people here. 12,000? You're yeah. hoping 10. Yeah, no, 12,000 people. It was a great show, but everything's different at that scale, yeah, yeah. right? So we're learning, you know, parking was different. We had some glitches with parking that uh-huh. we got to learn to iron out and figure out, you know, uh, merch, merch booth, merchandise, uh, the, making sure those move faster. It's, it's all a learning process. Whenever you do something and you increase your scale. Right. Uh, the concert was great. Randy Hauser uh, was amazing. He was the opener? He was the opener. Okay, I don't uh, there was another young woman before him, and I can't remember her name. She was really good, too. But he, I really liked him a yeah. lot. All yeah, right. yeah, he's excellent. Did you get and to talk to him? Did you get to meet him? I can if I want, but mm-hmm. I just didn't. Cody was awesome. Cody Johnson was also amazing. He was. You know, he's he he reminds me a little bit of Garth Brooks in the way he interacts with the crowd. You know, he's got that great musician, great band, great vocalist. He's just fun and he engages with the crowd. So cool. It was a it was a great event, but for us, the biggest that we've done, and a whole lot of things to learn and grow in. So, can I tell was, you where I'm disappointed? What where? I was hoping to come into this podcast and have a fully stocked refrigerator here from the leftovers, but it looks like they took everything, even all your ginger ale. <laughs> oh, Gonzo, they took my ginger. Do you see anything? God, I just noticed that. <laughs> I want my money back. Exactly. Uh, give me back my son. <laughs> give me back my. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, that's uh, so that, that was, was a Mel great G- Mel Gibson reference for that movie. Yes, I know uh, exactly right. which one. <laughs> I yeah. want my, I want my drinks. All right, sorry, man. Okay, well, anywho, John, we got a lot to get to today. If you don't mind, yeah, me we saying. do. Yeah, no, we do uh, because we want to we want to have a conversation today about uh, you know because in just a couple weeks here we're going to the polls. That's right. Midterm early, elections, early voting starting, er, early quick. voting. Yes, and I want to talk about that mm-hmm. because it's funny. Last couple of years we went through all kinds of crazy stuff. And, you know, a lot of people had their eyes open. Mm -hmm. They saw all kind of extreme views that have kind of been simmering under the surface come into plain view, and it shocked people. One of the interesting things, though, is as life gets back to normal, we kind of forget, don't we? 
you know, and we're back to normal and all, and now we're talking about other things. It's just, I want to share just a few things that I don't want us to forget. Mm. Okay. And what's funny is this is going to be more issue oriented. You know, um, I lean more conservative, obviously. This isn't necessarily just about hammering on the right or the left. This is about some key issues that I think people woke up and saw, holy cow, I didn't realize how far this has gone. And these are some things I just don't want us to forget. You know, don't forget this when you go to the polls. Okay. Okay? So that's kind of what I want us to talk about. Sean, you have the floor, my friend. I don't want to get in your way. Oh, okay. All right. Hold on. If I had papers, I would rustle them right now. Uh, Okay. Let's begin with how we all walk through the pandemic. And the way I see it, there are a whole group of politicians, most of them obviously left-leaning, but they went all in on controlling dictatorial, downright dictatorial lockdown, some places far worse than others, mandates. I believe, as I observed, ignored common sense leadership. They were full all in on suppressing scientific debate, you know, because there were scientists. This is the science. This is the science. And any scientist, I'm talking about nationally recognized, highly credentialed, published people. They were literally suppressed because they didn't say the dogma that was being pushed by the mainstream. They were silenced. They shut down. And I believe unnecessarily countless businesses. They destroyed people's livelihoods. And now that we're looking kind of on the other side of this, we can see that it was ineffective and even damaging. We've looked at the data. We see what made a difference and what didn't. We've seen with our own eyes how states, including our own, that rejected this approach largely have prospered. And I just want to say this is something we don't need to forget when we go to the polls. Remember who was really enjoying and into the control Mm -hmm. because dudes, if they did it for this, They'll look for an opportunity to do it again. Oh, yeah. And liberty and freedom is a big deal. And there are a whole lot of people who are willing to throw that out in the name of an emergency. And what they did, the way they led, I think was extremely ineffective. So don't forget that when we go to the polls. Should we be taking notes on this, Pastor Sean? I think you're already on to something here. Yeah, well, I, yeah, don't forget. We're going to be voting. Because you're right. Remember people forget, that. you yep. know. Number two. Uh, well, a second thing that came to the surface, you know, we had all the, the riots, all the things. And there are people, there are politicians who blame police for criminal behavior. It's one thing to have a philosophy. And yeah, can, is there police reform needed in places? Is there, of course, are there some bad cops? Yes. But... These politicians blame police for all criminal behavior, and they vocally supported the defund the police movement. Don't ever forget that. And this has been a disaster, and it continues to be a disaster in many places all over the country as crime rates have soared through the roof. Don't forget this when you go to the polls. And a big reason why those states, a lot of the good people are moving to Texas. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, we were up in Chicago, and in certain areas it's safe, and they're heavily because they need that, they need mm-hmm. that tourism money. But talk to cab drivers, talk to people about who live outside or, or in the other parts of the city, not right in downtown, the Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's different. Whoever supported the defund the police movement, don't forget mm. and do not vote for them. I imagine you have another one, Pastor Sean. I have a few more. <laughs> okay. So don't forget about those who love the lockdowns and don't forget about those who were all in to defund the police. Okay. Third, there are politicians who have supported and pushed a bizarre and destructive gender ideology on our entire nation. They have ignored observable, historical, biological, scientific reality in favor of advancing a radical transgender view. Mm -hmm. And through our tax-funded schools, okay, understand that. They're 
trying to force us to pay. Through tax-funded schools, these people have insisted on advocating dangerous, gender-affirming treatments and surgery on kids. This is child abuse. Mm, yes. This is child abuse. Don't forget this when you go to the polls. Okay? I want us to remember this. This is kind of stuff that some people go, I can't even believe this is happening. I know. In my lifetime. Yeah, and, and, and you got to understand, this hasn't always been this way. This isn't this way in other countries. Other people look at this and go, you know, if this were just some genetic thing that's just being discovered now, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not. This is a cultural thing. This is a, a result of broken perspectives and radical agendas, and it's now being shoved in our faces as though we have to do this. Just remember the politicians, remember the ones who advocated for this, who do advocate for this, and don't forget when you go to the polls and do not vote for those people. John, I appreciate your boldness already. We're only really three in and, uh, on this conversation here. Uh, you're putting yourself out there, my friend. Baron, this isn't, this, isn't, this isn't very controversial, quite honestly, among most people. You know, this is like, this is ridiculous. The next one, actually, I'm going to go a little bit more. Okay. Okay. Well, then bring it. No, but I'm just saying, this is not, this is common sense stuff. It is to us. But when the world hears this, Pastor Sean, you're on the firing line, man. You're yeah. in the scopes. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, this is that's not... the fear, right? That a lot of Christians have. Yeah, but I, they don't a, want to put it out there. At a certain point, we have to be able to we have to speak up. Mm-hmm. We have to act on our convictions, and we have to then simply vote our convictions. Exactly and, right. You know, hey, this is this is something that this is just common sense stuff that I just I just want to make sure we don't forget because mm. people were very unified that year and a half ago. Never again. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think they're kind of getting back to life and a lot of people are forgetting. Ah, OK, so here's another one. There are politicians who have supported the movement to redefine anti-racism with what I consider to be a deeply flawed and divisive philosophy that labels most Americans as racist. Right. OK. And they call it anti-racism. Well, who's not who's not in favor of anti-racism? I'm anti-racist. They just redefined it. OK. I think they reject what I consider a unifying approach of Dr. King and the early civil rights movement. Mm. They reject that unifying approach in favor of divisive, just broad brush racial stereotyping. And they, they are attacking based on critical race theory. Critical race theory is the, is the basis for this new anti-racism. And so they racially stereotype and they call everybody of a certain color See, I'm not, even, I'm not even getting specific here. Right. But when you say all these people are fragile, all these people are privileged, all these people are inherently racist, and you then label a color, we know that's wrong. Mm-hmm. That's actually racist. We understand that. So the, the, the fact is this is happening, and what is unfortunate, these politicians and people in this school of thought have taken all the great progress made by the civil rights movements, and they've said it back decades They've created yeah. more racial division, more animosity, more distrust. I very much advocate for the unifying vision of Dr. King, that you know, our children would be judged by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. And I, I, I like the idea of colorblind. Yeah. And now that's, that's frowned on. It used to be the thing, but now it's frowned upon, and I reject that. Because and, and when I say colorblind, man, I have a heritage. You have a heritage. Mm-hmm. We should celebrate our unique heritages. The, the black community should celebrate their unique mm-hmm. heritage. And we should celebrate it with them. Hey. But the fact is, we're all Americans. And I don't care what tone of brown your skin is. <laughs> you know, in, in the church, we do it all the time. You're my brother. Mm-hmm. You're my sister. And we love each other. We have our unique cultural backgrounds. And it shapes us. That's mm-hmm. a good thing. We celebrate that. 
But when it comes to how we live, I'm not going to label everybody and, and try to just punish people based on their skin color. That's, that's wrong. You're right. You celebrate your, your heritage yep. together. Yes. Don't forget this when you go to the polls. Don't mm-hmm. forget these people who try to redefine anti-racism with an actually racial stereotyping approach. Right. Just don't do it. Get, don't vote for those people. Dude, can I ask you right now? Can I find these points anywhere yet? Yeah, I'm going to be pu- publishing this on. Uh, All right. be publishing it on Facebook. Put it on. Uh, I'll put it in my blog and post it on Twitter. Well, then keep okay. going. Okay, you may not be aware, but there are politicians that have advocated economic policies that have severely damaged our economy. They've hurt millions of working families, most notably the poorest among us. Right. With the help of a deeply dishonest media. They have grossly downplayed the reality of this inflation and the inflation numbers. They've attempted to literally change the definition of recession. It's been an established, an established negative growth for two quarters. That's been a recession. No, All not, economists have talked about it. That's not what the president said, Pastor Sean. Yeah, I know. I don't know what the president's getting at, but he's, he's just being dishonest. Just go to an economic textbook. Just read it, okay? So they've attempted to change the definition as though we wouldn't know the difference. And, and that's just wrong. And they're literally hurting millions of people with these policies. And my challenge is don't forget this when you go to the polls. Don't vote for politicians who have done that. Simple as that. There are politicians, here's another one, who actively oppose enforcing our federal immigration laws. Right. They just say, no, I know we have these laws. I know Congress voted on them. I know they're legal. We're not going to enforce them. They oppose really any sensible measured approach to legal immigration, which we all support, legal immigration. And they've openly encouraged cities and states to ignore immigration laws and resist law enforcement. They call themselves sanctuary states, sanctuary cities. And what that means is we're going to ignore the law mm-hmm. that we all agreed to support, that our Congress enacted into law. Those of us who live in border states, obviously, we can see how foolish this is, is and it's unsustainable. We see over 200,000 illegal immigrants flooding into our states every month. Mm-hmm. That's every month, millions per year. And by the way, this, of course, doesn't include the many legal immigrants who are welcomed every year. Right. And that's what we want. You know? exactly. We want legal immigrants. We want legal immigration. Mm-hmm. You can't just open your borders and sustain it. Right. You know, and right now we're seeing, of course, some of the border states are shipping immigrants up into places like New York and places like Chicago. And, and they're, they're saying, we, can't, we don't have the infrastructure. I can't even believe they're saying that to people like Greg Abbott. Yeah. He's like, uh, okay, yeah. and I do. Yeah. But yet you support hundreds of thousands every month. You got a couple thousand. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of thousands. You got a couple thousand one time. Hundreds of thousands every month of people who they don't have families here right. to bring them. They don't have sponsors. They don't have jobs. Mm-hmm. What are these people supposed to do? You are hurting these people, mm-hmm. these illegal immigrants, by literally lying to them, saying, it's okay, the border's open. Because legally it's not. And so there are a lot of politicians who have done that to pander for votes. And I suggest, don't forget this when you go to the polls. Don't vote for those politicians. Powerful. There are politicians, and this is really my kind of last one. uh, There are politicians who have fully embraced woke ideology. They've supported and actively encouraged large tech companies to cancel and censor people they disagree with in an effort to suppress free speech. Mm -hmm. Don't forget this. Don't forget the politicians who have supported this. Don't forget these folks when you go to the polls. See, here's the deal, Baron. Woke media is a problem, but you can choose to tune them out, and I recommend you do. Woke businesses are a problem, but you can refuse to patronize those businesses. However, here's the problem. Woke politicians, they make and execute laws, and those laws are enforced by things like fines, imprisonment, and guns. Mm -hmm. So it's not a game. 
you stand up to them by voting them out of office. So don't forget this when you go to the polls. Yeah. That's all I have to say about no, that. No, that's not all you have to say about that. I know you. Uh, nice outline, Pastor Sean. I know you can dig into each one of those things a little deeper, and I've got a couple of follow-ups. Oh, yeah, whatever you got. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, of I'll start backwards there with the Swoke Media idea. Of course, right. we're doing what we can here in our podcast right. and radio show. Right. Uh, where do you get your news from, Pastor Sean? Uh, I, I look at places like I, I like uh, Reuters is actually fairly you know they just give you the news a little bit more than some mm-hmm. less um, less commentary in the news articles. I like Wall Street Journal. You know you have to understand woke ideology is a good description for it because it's more mm-hmm. than just it's more than left. It's leftist. Mm-hmm. It's not just liberal versus conservative. This is leftism with a Marxist ideology that teaches you how to defeat and punish those who are standing in the way of con- your control. Because mm-hmm. it's all about control. Mm-hmm. So I look for news that's just telling me what happens. Now, to be honest with you, I have to often look at two sources. You know, I have to look to find out the truth. Because one of the things media does mm-hmm. is it's what they don't say. It's not always just what they say. They leave out. Okay, it's what they leave out that mm-hmm. is really critical. Leaving out critical details, critical facts, and giving a very false impression. And and this happens on the right and the left. It does. You know, you know, if you say CNN is here and Fox News is here, right? This is my take. Okay, and you, I may be wrong, and someone may argue with me on this. I believe Fox used to be more what I'll call fair and balanced, which was their motto. Mm -hmm. I feel like now they've moved farther right in an effort to balance. The commentary. Right. They're they're Mm -hmm. trying to balance the field. And it's like, okay, I I really wish you would just tell me the whole story. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me the right-leaning story. Don't tell me the left-leaning story. Tell me the story. And let me interpret well, I think you're exactly right on that, if I may say, Pastor Sean, is the pendulum kind of swings both ways in this, and CNN is actually paying for it today. They're cleaning yes. house yes, they constantly. Are. Yes, they and are. The, and the ratings are, are down. Uh, that guy named Trump goes, you, you're a disgrace to, your, to the thing. You need to be gone. You remember that guy? <laughs> oh, remember Jim Acosta <laughs> yeah. and, and Trump? And, and it, well, those it. were the good old days. <laughs> you know, it's so boring now. Uh, so, again, that quest for truth, I think maybe the American people are... The sniff test is uh, not going so great for, well, for that side. Well, you have to. You, you have to. And and here's the thing, I just, it, you just tune them out. You have to stop, you have to know. When you're listening to news and media, you need to know. These, uh, by and large, many are not honest brokers. Mm-hmm. They're biased, they're political ideologues, and they have an agenda. Mm-hmm. And by the way, one of their agendas is to get clicks and make money. True. And yeah. so if you're mad and you're clicking, you're making them money. The, the reason, you know, freedom of the press is part of the First Amendment is that in a democratic society, you have to have an informed public. Mm-hmm. And so media is supposed to be playing a constitutionally supported role of giving us accurate, clear, honest information. Correct. And obviously they've gone way off the rails. Mm-hmm. And so I think you have to dig a little bit. Mm-hmm. You have to be a discerning consumer of, of news, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I just feel like you have to do that. Look for sites, look for, for places. My wife listens to this lady. Uh, actually, who did she used to be? Was she MSNBC or was she CNN? Uh, it's called Smart Her News, Smarter News, and it's okay. Smart Her. Okay, Smart you. Her News. She does a really nice job, and and she's a good reporter, mm-hmm. um, and she just covers the news. It's a podcast blog that she does. What I find her doing mostly is pretty unbiased. You know, There's wow. things, as a conservative-leaning person, there's things I wish she, she'd cover more on a conservative platform, but I find she's generally telling the truth, trying to cover the story honestly. Okay. And place, find places like that. All right. 
Uh, I want to follow up on something else you mentioned about Greg Abbott specifically shipping immigrants to D.C. Right. or to you know wherever these these right. other sanctuary cities are. Yep. Are you a fan of that? And what should the church do? That's uh, a two parter there. Well, I, I'm a fan of that because people are going to vote to have open borders. Then they declare themselves, we want open borders. Mm-hmm. We're a sanctuary city. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you sending the buses down then? Mm-hmm. You should be going and getting them yourself. When he does that, you know, and you say, oh, it's a political stunt. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. What else do you want him to do? Right. Keep, oh, keep him in Texas. We don't want him up here in New York. We don't want him in Chicago. We don't want him in. Do you realize how ridiculous that is? <laughs> you should be sending buses. You've, if you've said you're community is a sanctuary community then rent a bus go down and take care of some of these people Mm -hmm. i'm talking right now as an american who has a responsibility to try to help shape the culture of the united states of america okay okay i i can never separate that from my primary kind of who i am my identity as a christ follower Mm -hmm. so the fact is when the church when you come across someone who is in need you help them now I don't feel called to illegally smuggle people into the United States. I don't think it's a good policy, right? Well said, yes. Okay. I want to break the law. Yeah, that's not, you know, there's times when the church has had to, it's called civil disobedience for unjust laws. This is not an unjust law. Mm -hmm. Every nation on the face of the earth has immigration laws. And I've said this before. When I go into, I don't care if it's Canada, I don't care if it's, you know, France, wherever you want to go. Whatever country you want to go, I, I've, I've been, and you know what they do? They make me show my passport. They make me answer their questions. Mm-hmm. And if I don't, there are literally people standing there with guns who will keep me out. Mm-hmm. Why is it okay for Canada to have a border or Europe to have borders in all their different countries? Mm-hmm. You know, all over the world, people have borders. Why is our border somehow unethical? You say, well, but these are people who are refugees. Well, okay, there used to be a process for determining someone, and there was a specific thing. You can't say I'm a refugee because I have a bad country. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. I think we should try to help nations mm-hmm. you know, and help people on the ground in their nations. And then when people do immigrate here, we try to help. The church, we need to kind of be above that when it comes to actual people. Yeah. When it comes to people, you serve people. You feed people. You clothe people. That's what you do. Okay, and that's what we do. Mm-hmm. That's outside of this. But then, as a as an American citizen, I go: Do I want to put more people in this very vulnerable place? No. Our legal immigration laws allow tens of thousands of immigrants. It's unlimited number of people with family members. It's unlimited. Mm-hmm. How many can immigrate? There's tens of thousands who, if they have a workers' visa, they can come in, just like any other country. But people need to look and see what it's what are the immigration laws. And I know it's like, well, but it's a mess. It takes forever. Well, the fact is a lot of people want to immigrate to the United States. Yep. You, it can't be a supply and demand thing where we just say, wow, there's 10 million people who want to come to the United States. Okay, come on, y'all. Yeah. Do you have family? Do you have jobs? Do you have, how are you going to take care of yourselves? We certainly don't have the means to take that all at once. And by the way, what happens is you destroy. You know, if you, Stephen Covey talks about taking care of the goose that lays the golden egg. If you go kill the goose to try to get the golden eggs, you end up losing everything. Well, the United States has been prosperous and has been the goose that lays the golden eggs. You kill the goose, there's no, there's no more. And I really believe America's immigration policy of 
allowing lots of legal immigrants, but making sure that we're able to help them, we're able to place them, we're able to have them in a good situation so they become a part of our fabric and a part of our culture and our Mm -hmm. country so that they then can, in turn, turn around and help someone else as well. Mm -hmm. We grow in in a sustainable, measurable way rather than just open the borders and where nobody's getting helped. Pastor Sean, can I encourage you not only to post it on your Facebook page and all your social media sites there, uh, can you, like, Type that up and send it to the, the newspapers and the other medias there, too, because that's something that I, I, this is going to go viral, my friend. Well, I, I just want people to remember. Yeah, I, I, we're going we're going into our midterms. And, you know, even in Texas, I see people with Beto O'Rourke signs. And, I see more of those than I know, see Abbott's. Well, here's the thing. Just understand something uh, in woke culture. Uh huh. It can be you can get some pretty negative feedback from being conservative. That's what I'm talking about. So conservatives kind of keep it quiet, and then they then they, they, go they put their signs up at the polls. Yeah. Okay. Some people like what Greg Abbott has done. Some people don't. I, I've just it, it's obvious to me how much how much Texas has fared, how we have fared well mm-hmm. through the last several years. Yes. And I just don't I don't get it. You know. And some people oh abortion. You know that that obviously as a follower of Jesus Christ and. That's first and foremost in my life and your life. Mm-hmm. We believe life begins at conception, and so we believe every life is worth protecting. All the Supreme Court did with Roe v. Wade, uh, overturning Roe v. Wade through Dobbs, all they did was push it back to the states right. and let the states decide. This being a rallying cry is kind of it's a little bit disingenuous. Wow. Bottom line is there's a lot of things that people need to think about, and you know, I just I don't often talk about the politics end of things, but I wanted to say, hey, here's some things that we all felt and experienced deeply and were shocked over. Don't forget that when you go to the polls. Good stuff, Pastor Sean. Again, when can we find this? Where can we find this? We'll go to uh, my Facebook page. I'll, I'll put it on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and my Facebook page is Pastor. Just uh, there's Sean Azaro, and then I have a Pastor Sean Azaro, so you can look that up on Facebook. You'll be able to find me. Put it on my my blog, Reaching for Real Life. We'll put mm-hmm. it there, and you can find it from there. All right, and then I ask again, you, the listener, there to 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 not only consume it but to share it and uh, and, yeah. uh, and to remind folks, don't forget. Yeah, don't forget this when you go to the polls. All right, and then don't forget to go to church on Sunday, Pastor Sean. Definitely. We're going to continue our series uh, entitled Called to Lead, and uh, yeah. it's going to be great. We're 930, 1130. We look forward to seeing you there. All right, Pastor Sean. Can we, can we go? Can we get, find some more drinks around here? Because <laughs> there's nothing around here. <laughs> Baron, you have big problems. Let me pray. <laughs> let, let me pray for us. Lord, thank you for this time, and I pray that you would help us to, as followers of Jesus, to be able to take the gift of a vote that you gave us. It's part of our system. And being a law-abiding citizen in the United States involves participating. Help us to seek your wisdom. Help us to follow you clearly. And help us to do everything we can to encourage life and freedom and allow your kingdom to advance in this country of ours. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.